worried that you might be the cool kid You wear the latest fashions on top of all the trends Or have you ever worried you were too much in the mainstream Always so generic, more normal than your friends Well, we've devised a test to put the rest your fears There's no need to panic if you lend us your ears Tonight you can't sleep easy after all that you've heard Cause if you like the show, then you're probably a nerd Welcome to this special episode of the It's Canon Podcast. That's right, you're getting a special episode because Microsoft loves giving us news midweek. They love going back on what they had just said. They love reporting new stuff midweek. And boy, do we have a doozy to talk about. So we decided we will give you a special episode here on the It's Canon Podcast. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Boris, and I'm joined by the illustrious Phil. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Ah, You know, it's just a a fun day. Looking at Twitters. Yep. The tweets. Yep. The info. The info, the news. The breaking news at about, what, 3 p.m., 3.30? I know. Battletoads is going to be on Xbox Game Pass. Battletoads oh. 2, I think. Battletoads. Love that game. Love that game. But we're not here to talk about Battletoads today on the It's Canon podcast. We're here to talk about, I guess, two things. They, I love it because Microsoft did two things. They're like, well... Xbox Series X is still coming out in November, but, you know, our big launch title, our first AAA game, the the Mario to our system, you know, the yeah the, the important the, bit the the, the the big title the what usually will make us a shit ton of money at release, Halo Infinite. Delayed until 2021. So earlier today, Microsoft and 343 Industries are making the decision to delay the launch of Halo Infinite to 2021. 343 Industries says the delay is related to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic as employees have shifted to work from home and development of large games has been particularly difficult for many in the industry. Having said that, I don't see any PlayStation 5 games being delayed. Hey, the only thing I can hold up in comparison is Cyberpunk 2077 came up with these types of issues, as did Last of Us 2. It was delayed indefinitely, I believe, at one point, uh, as was Iron Man VR due to COVID-19. However, all of these announcements came through at such a time that the pandemic was relatively fresh and working from home was relatively fresh. 
the problem that I do have with Halo Infinite is that they've already announced the game, premiered the gameplay, and had quite a bit of consumer backlash against it, and then come forward with this announcement. Now, the human part of me is going to, my heart's going to go out, like, number one, to the video game producers that they're not in a huge crunch, all right? And they're not going to have their lives ruined for the next few months. But... Uh, and I do want a polished game instead of a broken game, but I think it's a bit weak about using COVID-19 as this foundation of issue when it really seems to be mostly about the fact that, you know, people weren't pleased with what they saw. And that's that's the thing right there, you know. You know, I understand, and coming from the tech industry myself, I fully understand delays and i understand you know the shift of working from home for sure caused delays but to announce a delay so late in the game and i'm and again you know being a project manager i know that you wait until the last possible moment to do this but you know when the consumer market is just so ready for this when the consumer market has already seen a glimpse of the game and then you get the backlash just like phil said and then you say oh well because of the virus, we're going to delay. You know, that's where the skeptic in me, that's where I begin getting all ranty to Microsoft. Because Microsoft, what the hell are you doing? Like, here's the thing. I feel bad. I really do feel bad for, you know, the, the teams involved, the developers, the artists, everyone working on this game. Because I know it's all outside of their control. But... At the end of the day, Microsoft is just managed to absolutely destroy everything. Every goodwill that they had with their fans is just being 100% destroyed day by day. And I just don't, I, 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 like, you know, they have their super fans or as, you know, we will call them fanboys, you know, stick up for them no matter what. But then people who are kind of in the middle, like Phil and myself, even though I know it doesn't sound like that half the time, you know, we get discouraged. We get discouraged, and now I have zero reason to buy an Xbox Series X in November because just as we talked about on the weekend, you know, for example, Sony has 83 games coming out. Out of those 83 games coming out with the PlayStation 5 at launch, maybe three or four are interesting for me to play. So when your premier game is being delayed, I'm sorry, your system is going to take a hit at this point it complicates the console release big time like i took it i took a look this afternoon after the announcement and I, I reviewed halo launches the timing and whatnot and under bungie it was pretty much bang on every three years it was it was clockwork you know and i know bungie's not in the in the cards anymore but 343 industries and in this is my opinion 343 Industries has been struggling with this title since taking it over after Halo Reach. They've been trying to recreate the past and just recreate on the new consoles on the Xbox One what was Halo on the Xbox original. They've been working so hard and failing. Like, to be honest, I don't really enjoy the 343 games. Yep, uh, they, they're, they're lacking in that Halo magic that was the music, the gameplay. They look pretty sometimes, you know, like, let's not forget that the Master Chief collection was totally broken for like a year or two on release. You couldn't even multiplayer it properly. 
And now we've got five years between titles, whereas we're used to three. And this was the most critical date of all launch title. Like we're talking November 15th, 2001, Halo raptured the universe of console gaming. They, they made it a war. And now this is, it's just weak. It's, it's a whimper. Yep. Here's, here's my tinfoil hat time, Phil. Let's, let's, let's talk conspiracies. Let's talk rumor and innuendo. Let's talk, you know, what if narratives. Here's what I think actually happened. One thing that was missing with any event that Microsoft put on and any event where they showed off Halo, not like, let's forget about the fan reaction as it pertains to graphics or gameplay. There's something, a big feature that was never showed off. A big feature that sold consoles and sold Halo to the masses. Multiplayer. They never mm-hmm. really talked about multiplayer. They never showed off any multiplayer. They never talked about any features within the multiplayer. They never talked about, you know, cross-platform gaming. So I think they're having a lot of issues because they want to sell this at launch with cross-platform, with Game Pass, with whatever else they have. So you can play this on your Xbox Series X, Xbox One, Samsung phone. And I think that they're starting to see some issues happening in that development. Well, you might be right, because let's just start assembling the reactive qualities of Xbox since that that premiere. Number one, you are correct. They didn't talk about multiplayer much. Um, People have called them out on that. They came out and they said multiplayer was going to be free. Then they started the the big narrative about, hey, but you guys aren't really talking about the fact that it doesn't matter what console you're on, you're going to be able to play Halo Infinite on whatever console you're on with Xbox Game Pass. And then they went with a big push for Xbox Game Pass, and then people started complaining that Xbox Live Gold wasn't there. And would Live Gold be necessary to play the multiplayer? So people start pushing back. And then we get a lot of muddied waters. We get a lot of executives going on record. We get a lot of marketing people going on record. And we get people saying, uh, yes, um, you don't need Game Pass. Uh, The model of of Halo is basically going after a Destiny 2-style game or a Fortnite-style Battle Royale multiplayer-type thing where everybody can jump on for free and all this cross-platform. And that's the most difficult component to build. So to me, as a gamer... I would totally think that it's acceptable to do this. Split the title into two halves. You know, for the gamer in me, the single player campaign style guy. All right. Release it with your console and let people play it. And if you've got these graphical issues, go back and fix them. And then multiplayer it later in 2021 on a large platform. But I guess with this... Too many eyes are on it. Too many eyes are on it. <clears throat> Let's play devil's advocate. I'm going to be a good guy. Good guy Microsoft for a second. This takes a lot of pressure off devs. Because what would be more catastrophic, Phil? Halo. Having shitty graphics, shitty gameplay, blah, 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 blah. You know, a release that we weren't sure what we were going to get. Or, you know, a complete game 
with multiplayer, with everything working, that people can at least be happy with? What would you rather have as well, a consumer? I know you basically experience. just said okay, it. Previously, well, I, I'm playing devil's advocate too on the other side. Um, previous experience with Anthem. All right? Anthem sucked. Anthem was broken. Yeah. They promised to fix it. It's still not fixed. All right? It's pretty much a dead horse, and they're just going to reboot it at some point and try to fix the mess that it was. Yeah. I get it. All right? I get it. But at this point, what Microsoft showed us was a dead horse. Yeah. And I don't know that 2021 fixes it significantly. I still think their track record of releasing an already broken game in the Master Chief collection. Yeah. The same devs are going to now push for more time to release a broken game to promise to fix it. Yeah. Unfortunately, and I do sympathize with any of the devs that have all this crunch and all of that cuz that's not fair. But man, it's been five years. I'm not. Right? This is not a tough date. I don't want to shit on any devs, any creative, anyone working on the game. Oh, Trust I, me, we both no. know how hard it is. It's the powers that be and the communication yeah. and the marketing machine behind sending these communications out to people that puzzles me. As I said, Microsoft, a company so large... They do so much right, but they're doing so much wrong right now. And again, I'm not trying to shit on any developer. I'm not trying to put blame there. I'm trying to just take a look at this from the Xbox Series X launch point of view. You know, and I think that they made the ultimate super hard decision to give us a complete working game in 2021 as opposed to a half-assed game in 2020, November of 2020. Because I think that as catastrophic as this Xbox Series X release is going to be, it would be that much worse if Halo, yeah. their marquee game... Didn't work. Didn't work. Or was Yeah, I done. agree. Like, I still think that we're going to get a highly fractured game in 2021. I, I can't see it being polished. I can see aspects of it being polished, but I still think we're going to get a fundamentally broken game. But... Man, it you had five years. Normally, you have a three-year turnaround on these AAA console-killing titles. Yeah. All right? Imagine if Xbox didn't launch with Halo. Imagine Halo 3 not kicking off or not being an integral part to uh, Xbox 360 sales pushes. Yeah. I know it didn't launch with it, but it's still... Man, oh man, they're a Master Chief Xbox 360s. I think the Slim was the one that, you know, with the gold door and everything. Yeah. And yeah. like, they, they, these are epic events in the nostalgia of video game exactly. history. Like, standing outside of Best Buy in the middle of November to get a Master Chief helmet yeah. with the Halo 3 inside. And then since it's gone over to 343, like I can I can still recall midnight lineups for Halo Reach. I've got the plastic yeah. a giant like mountain with, with all the team on it. ODST, yeah. like these are ODST was turned around in like two years. Halo Reach was done in one year after that. And those are some of the most epic game titles in the history of Halo. Look. And Bungie were knocking it out. And then it goes to 343. And 
I, you know, they're like, what's Halo? Like, it took them years to just redo those. Here's the thing. Here's here's uh, where I get a little frustrated in regards to the entire Halo um, release. And that's in regards to the fact that a lot of sympathizers will say, hey, they've all had five years to do this. They have a new dev kit. They have to do, um, you know, redevelop, reconfigure, do whatever. Yeah. You know, I get that. But Bungie was able to do this successfully for how many games? And I understand that this jump was huge. But again, are you seeing PS5 games being delayed the way that this is being delayed? You know, that that's that's kind of. Yeah, but as, as we've talked about, the first wave always does kind of suck. Halo is the one exception to that, fair you know, giving giving credit where it's due. Um, the other thing that I have to, you know, kind of say is that Sony are a little bit spotty on the on the uh, new Spider-Man game, whether it's an expansion of Spider-Man, whether it's a carryover direct port. They're not being fully transparent on exactly how the Miles Morales game is going to. Here's like the thing, though. Function. It's coming but out it's in November. It's coming out in November. Yeah. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. And you know what? Horizon, the sequel for Horizon's coming out. I don't know if that's 2021 or later in the season, but it's considered a launch title. Yeah. And it's going to probably be beautiful and polished. And, you know, that those right owners are going to yep, kill that, it. That right there is the big difference. You know, and again, I, I'm not trying to shit on Microsoft. I'm I'm trying to look at this from a fan point of view someone in the middle let's say i didn't know what system i was gonna buy i now know which system i'm gonna buy and it's yeah and that's the casual gamer is what it impacts the most because you you've now taken away that pressure from mom i really want an xbox one x for christmas and halo infinite and her wandering into gamestop or eb games or whatever and trying to buy one um You've completely complicated that whole. Now it's going to be, yeah, I just want the PS5 because it's going to have games. Yep. You know, and and I know that the counterbalance is you release Halo Infinite and it's crap, and then you lose the console war right out the gate. This is an equally uh, huge risk they're taking because I think the casual gamer for sure is going to avoid the Xbox unless they're like my brother who just wants to play Crimson Skies. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like That's exactly the backwards it. compatibility and all the you know the features that they do have, and and Xbox Game Pass. I just can't see being compelled because alongside of the PS5, you know that Xbox not only are going to drop their pants on the price point of Xbox One X, but they're also going to be flooding the market with the older Xbox Ones. Yep. On price point. Well. So those things are you know they're already rock bottom. But people are just going to be buying those to get Xbox Game Pass and play games if that's what they want to do. Haven't but they haven't they been discontinued? The X series, the yeah. X series, the yeah. 4K. Yeah, but yeah. I think the S's are still out there. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah. Well, it's a marketing nightmare because even with the leak that came out earlier this week of the console, uh, the controller packaging with robot white color they mentioned that the the controller is compatible with xbox one x slash s 
And then they go on to say PC, Android, like smartphones. Okay, it's Bluetooth. Yeah. All of them are. Hint, hint. I've got my Xbox controller hooked up to my computer but for for Steam games. Here's the thing. But like the thing is, is that the S is a valid component right now, and people are reading into it that it means that the the Lockhart, the lesser system that's going to run at 1080p or 1440p, is going to be the S. But I don't think that that's really confirmed by the packaging. I think all it's confirming is that the existing console generation of the Xbox Ones are going to be allowed to be supported by this hardware. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's very ambiguous, and it's going to confuse the marketplace come Christmas time if they have competitive products with the same naming conventions. Yeah, 100%. Because then they're going to go, oh, you mean that one's $300 and that one's 6 I'm going to buy the $300 one, and Billy better like it. Because yeah. I heard Halo Infinite works on that. <laughs> see what i mean yeah yeah they've muddied the water for sure but there's n not to worry because there will be no halo infinite at christmas time yeah maybe they shoved that that monster back in the box yep <laughs> exactly i don't know you know again just taking a look at this from a casual gamer point of view Microsoft has a hill to climb right now, in my opinion. Yeah, they've eased the pressure a lot. Yeah, they may have kind of saved their launch overall in one way, but in another way, they've actually also hurt their own launch because their triple, their main AAA title. Can you imagine, Phil, if Nintendo were to release without a Mario game on day one or without a Zelda game on day one or close to day one? Yep. It's crazy, man. Like, it's huge. And hey, man, maybe Crackdown 4 is coming. And here's the thing Xbox. if <laughs> oh, Jesus, if Xbox <laughs> actually made an announcement before they showed anything to anyone, everyone would be happy. No one would care. But the fact that they showed previews. <laughs> And then people got pissed. You know, that's what's hurting this the most. And you've got the marketing war, right? Like you've got a lot of mud being slung at one another on the Twitter pages, on the Larry Herb accounts, on all this stuff where they're trying to counter announcements by PS5. And everybody is trying to play well together in that sandbox. But sometimes you just catch that edged comment or that perfectly timed drop of oh did you happen to know the xbox one x has a super cooler green light fan and you know what i mean like they're trying to press some news out to counter something that's taking the internet just let people have their moment but if this kind of marketing warfare is going to result in devs being pressured to release products that aren't even realistically close to being ready then man it's like we talked about Microsoft are not managing their strategy. Well, like this just goes into that bigger picture that someone somewhere up top doesn't know what Xbox is doing. Yep. Doesn't know what three, four, three is doing. Yep. Doesn't have a clue. Doesn't know what marketing's doing and is just sitting there going, well, you just put Xbox on stuff and it works, right? Like, we should be on mobile gaming. Let's sign a deal with Samsung, right? And we're going to get mobile gaming. There's there's 6 billion mobile phones out there. You know, almost everybody, kids are being born holding mobile phones. 
they obviously that means they want a game on them. Yeah. And that's our market. Yeah. And I don't know that like we talked about if that's realistic or understood in the halls of Microsoft Xbox that that's a really difficult market. I don't sit here and think, oh man, I got to fire up my Galaxy phone and play me some Halo tonight. Yeah. I'm going to go, no, I'm going to play it on my bloody 4K TV. I'm going to play it with my stereo headset on. I'm going to have an experience. And it's just, I don't know, Microsoft are really just getting a lot of stuff wrong. And I think they're looking to make the numbers make it look right. Phil, I think that's a perfect way to end this chat. Because we can easily go on rants. We can easily go around in circles. Yeah. But I think... We're just going to have to wait to see it all happen now. Exactly. And, and I don't want to speculate too much. But like I said, as yeah. a casual gamer, I'm leading towards PlayStation 5. If I was an Xbox fanboy, sorry for using that term, but there are some. Hey, I, there are. I've seen a I, lot of people... I, yeah. And that's okay. They're you allowed know, to if be... I, if, I, if I was pro you know, Xbox... Fans. I'd be disappointed, but I understand why. And I understand why in the grand scheme of things. But like we just said, we kind of will see all of this play out. And we will... I feel like there are going to be books written about the 2020 releases of the, the video game consoles. And the lessons learned from both Sony and Microsoft. Well, there should be one from seven years ago, but... It's officially made me Microsoft Xbox agnostic at yep. this point. Yep, exactly. So, Phil, can you quickly tell our awesome listeners how they can send feedback? Hey, you can reach us on our website at www.itscanonpodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at It's Canon Podcast. You can email us at show at itscanonpodcast.com. And you subscribe to our uh, podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, really anywhere you find, you know, this podcast. And if you like what you hear so far, make sure you clip, uh, click subscribe sorry, to get future content. And, let, and we'll let you know when we have a new episode out, like these special ones. And uh, this, po this podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. That's all we have for today. Thank you, Microsoft, for giving us this news and giving us a reason to chat. As we said, we will see how this all plays out, but it is interesting news, and I just wanted to get our quick reaction because it's a fun time in gaming world. Thanks, everyone. It's the It's Cannon Podcast, the podcast where we chat about all things, everything, and the best part of it all is that it's all in canon. He's Phil. I'm Boris. Goodbye. Yeah,